So I've been helping podcasters for about four years now, and it's something that I can't shut the fuck up about. But that doesn't matter if you don't believe me. And I'm not saying there's people out here who are questioning if I really help people or not. On the other hand, there are businesses out there who make a lot more money than we do who don't actually help people. Instead of me telling you about what our business does, I figured why not just interview the people who pay us, the people who pay us to actually help them. And that's what today's episode is all about. Last week, we talked to David Eau Claire, who runs the Saturday Night Sit Back, a podcast about society, culture. Today, we talked to Elena Ciccatelli, switching worlds all the way to the automotive and more specifically, the electronic automotive industry. So instead of me telling you about what we do, she's going to tell us about her experience with podcasting and podcast principles. So let's get to it. Elena, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Ryan, it is my pleasure. I am always a super fan of what you're doing. So I, wherever I can sing your praises, I'm ready. I'm in. Uh, you're too kind. I was just telling you about how I found you on Instagram. I don't know who through, but years ago, and you were giving advice because you have a podcast called Side Gig Central. So that's where I wanted to start today, just for a couple minutes to add the context, because you are not a brand new podcaster. And this series is interviewing people who are at any point in the spectrum, whether they just launched or they're more seasoned. So what, uh, in terms of your earlier podcast, is there any like, Anything you could say about it, quick lessons, or what it was like to kind of start a solo podcast? And you had success with that show, too. You were even on the news talking about it, right? So I just thought it was a good starting point if you have kind of any summarization or, or kind of quick points about it. And then we'll we'll move into what you're doing now, which has even more kind of gravity around it. So Yeah, ab- absolutely. So one of the quick hot take lessons I learned from Psychic Central was I was not afraid to pivot to the audience that was actually listening. I started, and this is very common, I think, when you're first starting a podcast, you think this specific audience is going to start listening, but in actual fact, it's a totally different subset of people that are listening. And you have to just, in your mind, be flexible to say, okay, maybe we just change the topic. So for example, SciGig Central, I was at the time, I was running automotive partnerships at Lyft, I was very much into the rideshare world, the gig economy world, the plug and play world of side gigs. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do this podcast about all the Etsy store owners out there and all the rideshare drivers. (laughs) And like, I had this preconceived notion of who was going to be listening to the show. And then it turned out to be completely false because who was actually listening were solopreneurs, were people that were interested in building their own brand, wonderful people like yourself, Ryan. Yeah, I was going to say uh, me. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So so I, the biggest lesson was for me to let go of that framework and say, okay, this is a different direction and to not be afraid to move into that different direction and explore. And I think just having a spirit of entrepreneurship in your uh, how you're thinking about your show and how it's going to evolve, because it will evolve, right? We're all, even in our own experiences and work and life, we're all evolving. So why wouldn't your show evolve as well? 
Yeah, it's a square peg and a round hole problem, right? Like that's what ends up happening because you're like, I set out for it to be this thing. And that's what I'm telling. I've been telling hosts since the beginning, but it's like, you don't really know what it's going to be once it's going and what it is in the beginning is not the thing. So I know that we spend five hours planning it and I know that we spent all this time creating the first three episodes and all that. Um, But that is like your first three basketball games, but you have a whole season ahead of you. So it's, yeah, I, I, that's such a great point um, in terms of basically business, right? Like letting the market decide, like we don't add a new service unless people start asking us if we provide that service, then we create it on the spot, iterate, and continue from there but it's it's the typical like happens in startups happens everywhere where they're like this is the idea and then it ends up pivoting to something else it's literally like airbnb you know you name it all the companies they all started with some weird offshoot idea that then didn't become the final kind of product yeah and i think it takes a lot of self-awareness as well because we tend to think as we're starting the show And again, especially as a solo podcaster, you have this vision of what your brand or what you're trying to convey to the audience of what that is. So to have enough self-awareness to say, you know what, there's a part of this that works, but maybe there's a another segment that's not hitting the mark and let me have enough self-awareness to then explore. And if necessary, like cut that off and just go in a different direction. So it's, it's (laughs) podcasting is a mind trip, right? (laughs) It is. I was going to say, not to scare, not to scare off anyone who's newer to starting because quite honestly, podcasting has changed my life and I will continue to sing that song over and over again because it's absolutely true. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today in my career if I was not podcasting. If I didn't make that decision, uh, 2019, I would not be where I am today. Yeah. It's, and it's such on top of all the other benefits. Yeah. It's a trip. It's a self-awareness, self-development tool. Um, I was talking to David on the last episode. I actually don't know what the order of these episodes is, but that's, (laughs) there you go. It's, (laughs) you don't know what it's going to be. Right. (laughs) But I was talking to him about it. And I was like, even if I didn't record them, like when I sit down with somebody in person, I would still do it in one way or another. You know, so it's just it's yeah, it's such a great tool for yourself. And if you go that entire time or like with me, like, yeah, I have the like five, ten thousand downloads, you know, but the show that I had four years ago is not what it is. And I'm literally redoing everything right now, even with my own podcast, you know, so yeah, it's yeah, creating trying to combine like now I have this LinkedIn audience that I didn't have three years ago. I was just talking to rappers, you know, it's like you never know. know. Ryan is the king of LinkedIn now. I see every <laughs> five, I, I see in my notifications it comes up and it's like Ryan posted this one thing. A thousand people are now reacting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Ryan is just killing it over uh, here. Yeah, that's a whole nother animal. I don't know. Because <laughs> so, I'm yeah. now. So that's kind of what I'm doing now is creating yeah. more solo content about that. Because I realized that, or, you know, everybody starts to realize eventually that the audience pain point is really the biggest initial pain point. Um, And we'll definitely get into that a little bit too. But that I don't have, I haven't had a problem with once I figured out my system. But then it was like, okay, now it's how do we brand podcast principles correctly? How do we decide on a persona? Like, then it comes back to the business 
problem. So yeah, an audience, not having an audience problem is a really good thing, a place to be at for sure. But then it's figuring out how to serve them, you know, and like you were saying in the beginning, making the pivot, if you got to pivot, if this is what they want, if I'm getting messages every day of, hey, that one episode you made about LinkedIn growth is my favorite episode. Well, okay, well, I'll take the feedback from the market, you know? Yeah. And that, and that's, and, and, and also too, because sometimes in podcasting, you feel like, especially early on, you're just talking into the void. And sometimes you don't even know who you're talking to. And it can be very frustrating. Okay. So (laughs) Ryan is like, yep. (laughs) So I I think what you're saying and, and taking that feedback and the only way to get feedback like that is to actively promote it because if you're not going to promote it, who else is? No one. And then you can't get that feedback and then you can't grow. And then it's just like this cycle, right? And um, yeah, it can be a little bit frightening (laughs) where you have a message, you're speaking into the void and it's almost like there's, there's this wall between you and the audience. And until you try and break down that wall and you solicit that communication back, it's hard. So if you're in that place right now, I get it. I feel for you. Just, you just, and I know probably everyone has to just keep going, keep going because there will be a moment where you get that nugget of, of feedback or that little kernel of inspiration from somebody who was like, wow, that really helped me. And that just is like, all right, I'm good for another 10 episodes now. Yeah, exactly. That little, it really doesn't take much too to boost the motivation, at least for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, if I have a guest, like even from the guest standpoint of having a guest be like, wow, this was like just crazy. What a crazy experience. Like this was the best podcast I've ever been on, or this was this, you know, just this episode. Like, I can't believe I said all that. Even that's enough sometimes, you know, even besides the audience part. But yeah, we we just touched on it a little bit, so I think that's a good place to go. Is is the kind of promotion before we get into what your newest podcast is all about and the success successes behind that? How has it been? Because you're creating your own clips, right? You're doing your own promotion on. I would say, I guess LinkedIn is the main yeah. platform for for this new podcast. So how has that been? Because you you were Instagram heavy, so was I. Yes, yes, I was Instagram heavy and. One day I will I will get get back to doing. I say the same thing. I'm I like, know. once I have somebody to manage all this, I know, I know, it. and it's like uh, I have a full time job as well. Um, yep. so, <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. So this, so the new podcast EVs for everyone. The focus is electric vehicles. I am my career has been in the the automotive industry. And I, I really, I created this podcast because I saw a huge gap in the market for content around EVs that was not annoyingly academic or annoyingly technical. A t- college lecture textbook in yeah, yes. spoken form. That's, yeah. Exactly, me. exactly. And then, so I'm also thinking too, there are a ton of stakeholders in this whole EV ecosystem. So I'm thinking... It's a really hot topic. There's a gap in the market. There are no shortage of people wanting to talk about this, which is great, right? Which is a, a, a whole other sales strategy where you know you you then are able to have access to people 
to, to talk about a common theme that you have interest in. And that in and of itself opens doors for you. So that's just a whole other episode. Uh, <laughs> so I think with starting EVs for Everyone, I had this really strong focus on what was special about SciGeek Central. And I think I got a lot of the feedback of it was casual, it was easy to listen to. It was like that short format, quick to digest, like easily bingeable. And I liked that format. I thought it was pretty good at it and brought that format to an industry and to a topic that just wasn't seeing any any kind of fresh perspective yep. there. Um, so that was the plan. That was the strategy. As I bet my first episode dropped back at the beginning or last December. So, oh, we were talking about this before we hit record. So last December is when EVs for Everyone launched. So we're not even a full year in. And it's the podcast has, in my opinion, has done extremely well. And and my KPS are sorry, key performance indicators are maybe <laughs> a go. little bit different that, you know, everybody's going for like, oh, I want massive downloads. I want math, like a massive audience. Yes, I want that. But then I also want the podcast to create and reinforce my persona, my authority in the industry. I cannot stress that enough. And without even doing this for a year, I'm now being asked by some of the largest media companies in automotive to go to their conferences and say, like, Elena, please, will you live do your show at our conference because it will it will sell tickets. Mic drop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, okay, don't sometimes these types of things sneak up on you because Let's go back to business 101. You're filling a need in the market. Yep. You're you're doing something unique. You're doing something that only you can do and what you bring is is different than everyone else. So, to me, that's the most exciting part. And again, having access to people that if I did not have a show, did not have a podcast, I would never have access to these people. My favorite ep- my, again, I'm going off the rails here a little bit, but this example is powerful, I think. I, I did an interview with the, um, the head of electric vehicles at J.D. Power. J.D. Power is a massive automotive industry. Like, even if you're not in automotive, you kind of have an Yeah, you've heard like, it on X commercial, like, by J.D. Power and Associates. That's what... That's, exactly. You hear it on TV if you turn the TV on. <laughs> right. So, yep. so, J.D. Power, massive organization, and I was at their conference... I was scared out of my mind. I just went up to her just cold and was said, I loved your panel. What would you think about doing an episode with me? And this, I had like three episodes done on the show. Yep. <laughs> like, I had like three episodes were published. I said, what would you think about doing coming on the show? I can schedule it at your convenience, 20 minutes, Zoom record. What would you think about talking about the Oh, and she was thrilled to have the invitation. That's the craziest part, right? Because it's like when you have a topic where people are really passionate about it and they really want to get their message out there, they will embrace you with open arms. Like no questions asked. It doesn't matter if your podcast has 10 downloads. Like this is JD Power. I just, just, like, it's great. And then from there, 
like once I, I had that interview and I, I posted that on LinkedIn, I did, you know, the video clip of it. People are like, wait, what is this podcast? And like, should I ask to be on it as well? And then so then that's really what got the engine running and helped me to secure more high profile guests and really get the get the word out. Because at the same time, JD Power then I think even also posted a link to the podcast episode because then that massive organization is like that's content like everyone yep. wants content that's evergreen content that we can then use which is very valuable so it's yep. like you're hitting all of these uh these boxes so I think if you can be a little bit ballsy in the beginning and just be mm -hmm. like have this like crazy, I call it just being delusional, just be yep. a little bit delulu and you <laughs> have to just, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. You just have to say, all right, this is what I see for it right now. And then you will start to see the snowball effect. Yeah. It's so there's so many good uh, points in there. I just wanted the first one is the, is the authority piece and industry authority piece, right? So if like you're in the podcast world or if you're part, if you're in an industry, right? That's not, if it's sales, marketing, business development, that's cool. Most people are in those industries. Yes. It's going to be harder yeah. to create something like this is my guess, right? Yeah. You know, for me, I make content about growing your audience or hip hop or whatever. It's just like, there's so much there already. Yeah. If you're in something or if you're in a, mic a niche within a niche, you know, a sub niche yeah. of yes. automotive being at the top yes. um, and automotive has been generally doing a lot of the same things for a long time. They may have iPads in their cars now, but it's still a lot of the same kind of principles going on. They're not, the future of content is not from Chevy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Chevy. I love all the automakers, but they're not, it's not like AI, you know, in blockchain. They're, they're not matched up. So if you, you can, as a creator, move much faster and you can start doing these things like podcasts and video and audio content. Whereas if a JD Power wanted to do that, there's 17 different people it has to go through to even yeah. get one minute approved. So now all that person has to do is get an approval of like, yeah, you can go on this podcast and boom, now you've brought this massive company to the, di to the new age too, along yeah. with you. So that's part of the poll where it's like having a, a small agency versus having a massive company. It's just the small agency is always going to be able to do the, the newer thing faster, you know? Yeah. So I think that's like just a pinpoint or just a point there to make in terms of if you can niche down a little bit more um, and just take a look at the industry, which is what you did. And also to wrap that point up, if you're thinking in your mind, I wish this existed. Yes. Yeah. There's probably other people thinking that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And being able to, play to your strengths. I'm a big, big advocate. I was, uh, I was just asked to do an interview for another media publication. They had asked me, what's the biggest piece of advice you would give to someone who is new in either automotive or mobility? And my answer to that is simply, you have to stay true to your strengths and your values, no matter what. And if you stay true to those two things, you will find massive success because there are so many ways that, and I've experienced this in my career, where you can get derailed and then you were like, who am I? And side note, my podcast reminds me who the I am. Yep. <laughs> okay, because there are a lot of things that 
try to derail you in this world. So you stay true to your your strengths and your values. That can also really help you uh, drive forward where you're like, I don't really know what the next the next turn is. And I will also say when going back to establishing authority, establishing a persona and a specific uh, niche, it's really thinking about you can do this whether you're in corporate. And actually, I strongly advise you if you are in corporate, you need to be doing this, is my personal opinion. Or if you're bootstrapping and you want to, again, start something from zero and grow it, similar to what you're doing, Ryan. Like, so don't think that if you're in a traditional nine to five, you're in corporate, you're feeling stifled. Don't let that be the excuse for you to say, nah, I'm not going to get my voice out there because that couldn't be more detrimental to your career than I, like there's, there's just no, there's no reason why you can't be getting your voice out there. Yeah. And, uh, so I've, I've worked with somebody, uh, but well, I'll, I'll name her. So her name's Oana. She's a, she runs a podcast called unmatched and she's the head of, uh, marketing at Puma. And so we've been talking through, I was, you know, going back and forth about her podcast and she's, her line is that like the future of marketing is personal, right? So it's not that she's, and also the term personal brand is just thrown around like thought leaders, just like it it means so many things that it means nothing, right? So that's why she's particularly segmented to this angle of, you know, whether you want it to be or not, it's going to be personal in the sense that it's going to be this human being talking to these other human beings and it's not going to be in the guise of this massive corporate structure. Yeah. And so what you said, you know, matches up with her philosophy too and even being and yourself being as a VP is your that's your position, correct? I just yeah. want to make sure I yeah. get that right. Yeah. <laughs> so you being a VP, her being a head of marketing within companies, right? It's like you said even more important, but it's also just optimizing for the future. Like yeah. It's basically like Gary V making a video, making the same video a hundred times of him talking to a massive company and them being like, we need to hire uh, uh, 21 year olds. How do we hire them? And he's like, hey, you got to get on TikTok. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it's like you, right. he's, he'll say it a million times and everybody's like, dude, like Gary just says the same thing over and over. Like, well, yeah, because nobody takes his advice. It's because there's one person in a company that believes in like, you know, articles and, you know, maybe newspapers or something, right? So it's like, yeah, that's why it's even more important. Um, not not, every, not everybody's going to support you. Not everybody within a company, especially, is going to allow you to take a chance or a risk. So, yeah, yeah it, do and it. I, you got to do it on your on your own time. Uh, and, you know, the time you have the time. Yeah. And I think I think, too, if you're not going to take a chance on yourself, if you're not going to bet on your on yourself, yep. who yep. Who else is? And again, it goes back to like if you, your best investment is you. And so if you're if you're investing that time in your growth and development, because as we said earlier, podcasting is just this massive self development growth hack. Then you, then it's you're making you're just continually like making these deposits into into you. <laughs> it's like yep. if you, you don't. 
who else is going to do it if you don't do it? Yeah. And also this is a perfect transition. So you need to do, you need to brand yourself. That's ever, you know, if you're going to go this route, that's what you have to do, right? You're basically treating yourself like a business. The business name is your name. That's kind of how I describe it simply, but you need to decide where you're going to spend your energy, right? And so in terms of from side gig central to now EVs for everyone in this transition, you've hired outsourced help. You've hired podcast principals to help with the podcast. So what was the switch on that? Um, What was your, what were you doing before? Maybe I think that would be good to contrast. And then, yeah, why, where, where was the moment where you're like, Hey, I think I might need help with this. Yeah, absolutely. So I was doing a lot of it inside Geek Central. I was doing a lot of it on my own, trying to figure out things on my own. It was very time consuming. I I didn't know what I was doing. And so when I decided to do EVs for everyone and I knew what my my time restraints were going to be, I said, I can't, I, there's no way I can do this on my own. And I have a limited time that I can spend like recording. And so, so working with you guys and being able to say, you know, exactly what I need in terms of edits. I don't have to even think about it. I don't even need to upload it into the, um, into Captivate. Like I don't need to do any of that. And it just, it frees up a lot of the time. And also too, it put into, it, it created a process that was severely lacking in Psygig Central. I was very overwhelmed with trying to do it. And so now I have this process where I go into the portal, I, you know, upload the raw audio file. Like it's, it's just all in there. It's a process and it's not 50 different emails back and forth um, to whoever <laughs> I need to figure out, wait, where, where's episode 20? What happened to this? And it's, everything is yep. nicely streamlined and organized. I'm big into organization. And so it's, it's very helpful to see like, okay, this is in process. This one, I still need, uh, to gather show notes, but it helped me develop a process where I know reasonably like, okay, I can stay on, on a schedule. And it's, it, it's been so crazy helpful. And I think um, if you're newer in podcasting, this is even more beneficial, I think, because you're not wasting all of this time trying to figure out technical stuff that you don't need to figure out how to do. <laughs> like you just, there's no, there's no need for you to be to, anyway, if that's, Again, if you want to get into that field, yes. also no. But I'll be honest with you, Elena. You're no, you're not ever going to use compression and EQ. I don't no. think for the rest of your life. So no. let Ivan handle it. You know what I'm saying? Let right. Jack organize. You know, send yeah. it to Ivan, and then it's like shout out to the guys and the girls at Podcast Principles, the team. But yeah, I came to that realization myself, and I'm a music producer and a rapper, and I'm still like, I also don't. I'm not. The, my future is not doing half of this. You know. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. And it's been really helpful to, to also have that extra time to then strategize on the peace of mind element to yes. that is killer. Because then if you could yeah. just focus on the content yes. and yeah, there's, and, and I'm also like, as we both are DIY through and through, that's how yes. we start anything. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and that's great. I think you should literally just try to edit a video 
you know, I'm not saying you have to finish the video, you know, just try to edit a video, just trying to edit an audio before you hire that person. I think that would be great because you're going to be like, oh my God, like this did take two hours. I can't believe it. Um, but past that point, if your future does not involve, <laughs> you know, professional audio mixing, maybe don't need to invest the 14 hours to learn it. No, absolutely not. And, and I, again, just shout out to your team for being so timely and professional because there have been a lot of times where I recorded on site at a conference and there, I remember specifically, there was one episode that I wanted to get out quickly because it had like very pertinent information about the EV tax incentive. And it was very timely. And I remember sending you an email and be like, Hey, Ryan, like I need this turned around like pretty fast. And you were like, I got you. I got you. So like, just again, peace of mind, like having this team that is really truly rooting for your success yep. is amazing. So I, I, I can't, I can't speak highly enough of, of you and your team. So yeah, I'm so I really appreciate your review and I have to give them that credit too, in terms of like, I am not a, first of all, this is the worst. I'm not a systems guy, right? <laughs> I don't want to say I'm not an organization guy. I do like things to be nice and organized and clean. I tried not to micromanage at all. I really, I think like I'm much more, I'm much more of a let the problems happen and then we fix them and then we don't make them again instead of trying to prevent all of them. Yeah. So I got to give that to my team for like, it's not like I was there like, hey guys, here's the system. Like recite it back to me word for word. Like they created a lot of that themselves too. Um, and especially Jack being like, you know, the person uh, really managing it under myself. Like he's doing that management. So yeah, shouts to him for uh, staying so consistent on that management and organization. Actually, today, uh, Elena, it's his birthday today. Uh, we're recording this September 15th. So, Oh, my gosh, Jack, happy birthday. All right, I'm yeah. going to have to send him a, a happy birthday message, Jack. Yeah, the man. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot this so I can shoot the uh, little clip of it over to him as well. Good, good. Yeah, happy birthday, 100%. Yeah, and so, but yeah, that, that uh, I got to give it to them. It's just like, but also at the same time, it's like once you like I know if Jack has 12 orders to handle, yeah, it's in his best interest to make sure there's the cleanest, smoothest system, you know, that that you could possibly create. So, yeah, shout out to them. I appreciate the uh, the feedback and the and the and the review um, because this is yeah, we used we used an outsourced company before. Like we've tried everything, all different types of editors. So, yeah, to, and to wrap to make a point out of that in terms of for podcasters, whether new or continuing podcasters, it's really just a time budget analysis. It's like editing's not cheap. It's not free, but time is not cheap, is not free. So it's that time budget analysis of, hey, maybe I actually love writing show notes. Hey, maybe I actually love editing video, but audio, can't touch it, don't want to touch it. Or maybe my social media management, don't want to touch it, but I'd rather do the editing. Find that common ground. You know, like you make your own clips we can make clips, but we handle audio show notes and uploading. So you did that time budget analysis for yourself to figure out yeah. what is it that I need help with and what is it, what am I okay doing? Absolutely. Yeah. No, well said. So in terms of the now more recent successes of EVs for everyone, can you like, yeah, highlight a few things? Like I know we mentioned it before, but um, I think more recently, if it was the JD Power and you already mentioned it, that's fine. But if there's anything else notable, I definitely want to, uh, Make sure we highlight that. Yes. Uh, so one thing I will say, going back to developing an authority in a specific industry or specific niche, I 
found that through being consistent, through getting episodes out there, I was then asked to moderate three panels at Move America, which is the number one mobility startup show in the country. And I was being asked, not tied to my current day job, I was being asked as the host of the EVs for Everyone podcast. So that right there was just like, was mind blowing to me, first of all, because because going back to KPIs and what do I, what do I want out of this and what does success look like? That right there was success for me because it was, it was a validation of, yes, you're on the right track. And it was also a light bulb moment saying, you know, this, you, you are more than what you on paper say that you are, right? On paper, I'm X, Y, Z, whatever it is, my resume, right? But then this was just validation of what I'm really passionate about, what I really love saying, yes, we want you to do, to moderate and do panels. Like, Again, those are those are the things that that happen, this like serendipity that starts to happen that it, it seems like it's coming out of nowhere, but you're actually planting the seeds months, years ago, and then you just start to harvest all of these really, really cool opportunities. So I have to I have to mention that. I have to give Move America a shout out because yeah, it was it was just amazing when they reached out to me. I think that we both know the answer to this, but from Sidekick Central to this podcast, was it worth it launching your podcast? Oh, yes. A million percent. A million percent. And again, like I shout out to your team because the the one blocker that was like maybe hindering me from doing EVs for everyone was like, oh my gosh, the time commitment. But then I was I talked to you, like we had a really great conversation. You were like, no, it's gonna go like this, bing, bing, bing. And I'm like, all right, I'm in good hands. Like I felt secure in that, like somebody had my back. And if I didn't feel that somebody had my back on the things that I knew were going to be time consuming, I probably wouldn't have done it, which is crazy because now I'm like, wow, this whole thing has grown to this, like being an actual media personality in automotive and being validated by all these third party media organizations is insane. And then to me, going back to the thought of, what was it, last October? Like, hmm, should I do this? Should I not? Insane. That's it. Great note to end on. Elena, thank you so much for doing this today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, you got it. Thanks for working with us, too. Um, it's been fantastic working on your show. I remember, just to end on this, um, if people have left already, all good. But I just want to end on this story, which is you reaching out and you're like, I got to turn this episode around, you know, really fast. The, the example that you brought up before. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like our, everybody's always ready for an edit, you know? Um, so I think it was Nilesh, uh, that, that edited that episode. I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, but just hit him up and Hey, this is the edit we have. This is the time frame we need. Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. Awesome. It's just like, yeah, I just want to, uh, that's, that's another shout shouts to the, to the team, because I think I'm, I'm, probably less involved than people think I am. Like I am not that involved in that. Like I'm so on the marketing and, and kind of sales side of this, 
Um, so yeah, shouts to them. I remember that moment, and Nilesh was like, "Yep, sounds good, man. We'll do it. We'll turn it around." Love it. Look so at that. Good. So many tips. Um, so much advice. Before we head out, um, where can people find you? Where can they find the podcast? I'll have it all in the description and show notes. So, um, yeah. but if there's anywhere you want them to go specifically. Yeah, well, LinkedIn is a great place. Uh, I answer all my DMs. Uh, so Elena Ciccatelli. And you can also find the show at EVs, the number four, everyone.com um, on all your favorite podcast players. And yeah, if you have any questions about podcasting, want to talk about anything automotive, EVs, that's cool too. Send me a DM. Happy to Happy to chat. Thanks again, Elena. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you.